It's time for Mile High Magazine, another beautiful Sunday in Colorado. Thank you for listening. I am Murphy Houston, and today I've got a friend of mine in here who's going to talk about films and a film that I had a pleasure to be part of. This is Darla Ray, film director and producer of uh, Courageous Warriors Beauty from the Ashes documentary. Darla, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, Murphy. Thanks for having me on. Well, this is important stuff to talk about, and I was honored for you to ask me because I had a chance to see the premiere a couple weeks ago. We all sat down, and it was uh, way more than I thought it was going to be, Darla. It was very impressive. Congratulations. And let's talk about why you made this film and where it's going, Courageous Warriors, Beauty from the Ashes. Sure. Um, Well, I made it because I had ended up being a caregiver for both my mother and my best friend. Um, several years apart, and I had the opportunity recently. I, you know, it's been three years now in the making, but I met a person who uh, fitted women for mastectomy bras, and she started sharing stories with me about these incredible people that she'd met over the years. So she introduced me to some people, and one thing led to another. One person led to another person, and I started hearing about all these amazing um, programs and opportunities to help people while they're going through the battle and the journey of breast cancer. And I thought, well, I think that's my project. And I, I approached it from the standpoint of what do they offer that would have benefited my mother or benefited my family? And, you know, lo and behold, we discovered P ink, personal ink with the tattoos for people with scars after mastectomies, hope held by a horse, equine therapy group, uh, COPE, which is being uh, taught at the university level at uh, DU, now trying to get it into other colleges that help people going into counseling, specifically with a direction with breast cancer, because there's so much. And, you know, I've heard over and over, well, it's just breast cancer. Well, it's just breast cancer until it hits your family. Right. And so there's so much that we were able to. Um, depict in the film, obviously, show real people telling their stories and, and sharing their journeys. And I just felt like, you know, it, it was something that needed to be done. It, to me, it was like just a calling. It was a passion. I never thought in a million years that I was going to share my story as a caregiver. But I realized in the process of making this film, I did what so many of us do. We forget to ask the caregiver or the people, because we're so fearful that we're going to say something stupid. Right. You know, I think people need to throw that out the window and just ask the question, how can I help you? I never asked my father in the whole time. I cared for my mother the first time. My father cared for her the second time when her cancer came back. And I never stopped and asked him. And I that's why I made this film, because I want people to ask more questions and know that there are things out there various programs not only in colorado but across the nation now as a as a result of making the film people are contacting me saying can you do an episode about us well first we have to get our film out there and that's what we're trying to do right now well it's a a very courageous film and as i said earlier i was very honored to be part of it i don't mean how did you ever find me (laughs) Um, i found you from linda bracado i bracado uh she had uh i think she did a talent show i mean a fashion show with you yeah she did for cancer league and um she said do you have a man and i said no but that's on my list i'd like to show from that side because i'd done my research i just needed to find somebody and so i I reached out to you and you were gracious enough to tell your story and it's very helpful because now i have 
men contacted me saying, I did not know that men could get breast cancer. So we're already doing our job, and the film hasn't even been released yet. Yeah, and, and that's kind of been my path since I went through the breast cancer, because most men don't realize you can get it. And when I MC events, whether it's cancer-related or not, I ask men that question. And then I, and I make them do breast exams right there at the, the right. dinner table or whatever, because, and I'm surprised I've gotten feedback over the few years I've been doing this, and pe- they find things. And then they get checked yes. out, which is the good news. But I, from my perspective, Darla, was a, I had both sides because my wife's had it twice. So I went through the caregiver part before I even had my share of breast cancer. And both stories are beyond what people probably really realize, don't you think? Absolutely. Because, you know, the the devastation, like that bomb goes off and, and, and the ripple effect is quite broad. And so, you know, you, even if it's not breast cancer and you get some kind of diagnosis, I recently um, had somebody contact me and was telling me, you know, he's going through uh, bladder cancer. Oh, boy. And, and, uh, and he was having a struggle getting a prescription. And I, I said, okay, here's what I would like for you to do. Call this person back and tell them you want to speak to the advocate. And call this person back and say, you want to speak to the navigator. Let's get, get those two people talking and that should resolve your problem. And it, and it did. And so I realized that the film, while it is breast cancer specific, it, is, it, it resonates with people that have had other medical diagnosis or journeys where they had to overcome an obstacle and felt um, not validated or isolated. And that's what we're hopeful that the film will resonate with people, whether it's breast cancer or not. And I agree with that. And I think one of the biggest things that comes out of the documentary is that you need to be an advocate for yourself or as a caregiver for the person with the cancer, because you need to ask questions, you need to listen, and you need to question docs. I mean, docs are out there and they're they're good at what they do, but there's things they need to be told too, I think. Absolutely. I I remember remember my uh, friend's husband saying, they're not listening. Well, then you have to make them listen. Yes, ask more questions. And I remember I had already taken care of my mother. And, and, you know, unfortunately, my mother did not survive the second time around, and neither did my friend. But when I went to visit my friend in the hospital, they were like, just talking down to her. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, who are you? I'm well, your worst nightmare unless you get it together here, because, you know, she's highly educated. And you you're treating her like she's 12 years old. And she has every right to ask the questions she's asking. Absolutely. And, and my friend's husband said, I, I would never have thought to even do that. I said, well, I've been through it once before, so I have a little better idea. So that's why I end up in, in the film sharing my story, because sure. I feel like I feel like that's what happens. People are they're afraid. They think that um, and while the medical community is phenomenal, they also are human beings and Sometimes they lose sight of the human part of their their experience and story that these are human beings and they are shell shocked. Yeah. And so they should be allowed to ask any question, whether they deem it stupid or not, they still need to be able to ask it and feel feel like validated. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Talking with Darla Ray, film director and producer of uh, Courageous Warriors, Beauty from the Ashes. It's a documentary, so we've seen it. And what's the next plan for the film, Darla? 
Well, basically, you know, um, as an independent filmmaker, you you do the uh, film festivals, you start submitting to festivals, you start, you know, reaching out with press kits and all that to distributors and things. But, you know, come with that comes trying to get the funding to do that. Um, and and as an independent filmmaker, you know, a lot of people do these GoFundMe uh, pages and things like that. And fortunately enough for me that um, a group came forward. They're involved with the film. Uh, Turi Alita and Tim Buckman, they have a band called Premium Diesel. And they're going to do a fundraiser for us um, where they're going to play at the VFW 9644 Post uh, in Denver and uh, on July 21st. And tickets are $50, but that money goes to help us go down the next piece of the journey for the film, which is submit to festivals, start doing publicity to get attention. Right. Uh, we we want to release this broad. I'd like to release it, you know, in October. Obviously, I always laugh because people say, well, we'll talk to you in October. Well, you think people don't get breast cancer besides <laughs> the month of October? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's a little frustrating. So, you know, they've graciously, they've been involved with the film. Uh, they wrote the title song, Girls Like Me, which has done very well. Yes. And um, Tim did the score for the film. And so they came to me and they said, look, we'd like to help you help propel this film forward because the film is the vehicle that helps bring the awareness to these nonprofits that are doing all these wonderful programs for people. And, you know, that's the journey. The journey is to get it out there and get it distributed in a way that more people can benefit, you know. Well, and when you, Darla, when you explain a little more for those that don't know about what you do, talk about the festivals and does, uh, the Academy Awards. They do documentary parts. Do, do sure. you get involved with all yes. of that? Yes, and it's it's people. It's not like you can just submit for free. You have to pay a fee to submit to the festivals, and then you have travel associated with that. You have the marketing associated with that. You know, there's press kits that are required um, to put the film in a theater and qualify it to be considered for uh, Academy Award or Emmys, either one. Emmys it can be a streaming platform, uh, a broadcast television kind of thing. But for the Academy Awards, you know, it's $10,000 just for the one week wow. of the theater. Yeah, that's a lot. That doesn't, that doesn't account for any of the marketing stuff. And I've been through that process before. That's how I learned the hard way because I yeah. didn't know all of that before. And that was for a documentary short that I had Oscar qualified. And so, yes, well, we'd like to do this, but if somebody, a distributor came to me and said, we will put that in the theaters for one week in October, and it, and, and any money comes in that benefits, you can put it out to all these different groups, I would do it in a heartbeat because that's what it's about. Yes, an Oscar and all Academy Award nominations and all that may be the icing on the cake, but if we can impact and change people's lives, why wouldn't we just go straight to from point A to point B and do that? Right, and that, pe- you know, people need to see this documentary because it's very impressive. Right. The music is is very touching. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the place. No, uh, and Dee Wallace, uh, icon, you know, Hollywood icon. Right. Most people know her from E.T., the mom in E.T., and films like Cujo and The Howling and things like that. Um, I did not know when I reached out to her that her mom's life's work was helping people with cancer and that, she grew an organization in Kansas in her garage um, from, from
from a garage to this big, huge organization now and that's still very, you know, vibrant in, in Kansas. And Dee Wallace told me, she said, look, I'm doing your project because I feel like I'm doing it for my mommy. She said my mom's life work wow. was, was to help people. And so we were just, we were really blessed to have her come on board and narrate the documentary for us. Yeah, it was, it was, she did an excellent job too. Uh, very, yeah, very, very touching. So anyhow, let's uh, once again mention what's coming up on July 21st. And oh, by the way, before we get to the benefit concert, if people want to just help out now that we've talked about this and want to get involved, maybe financially or some way to help you, can they do that? Is there a way to reach out? Yes. Yes. They, you know, like they, they can, they can reach out. They can come to, um, Courageous Warriors Beauty from the Ashes um, dot com. Um, they can go to my other website, filmitproductions.com. Uh, and my number is 720-620-0536. That's how people reach me. If they're interested in helping promote this, um, uh, if they have um, a group that they would like, someplace they'd like to film the screen. We can't screen it right now publicly while okay. we're going into festivals and things. But, you know, if somebody wants to have a fundraiser and screen the film and it benefits a, um, a, a cancer program of some sort, you know, we're open to all those kinds of collaboration opportunities because we want people. The biggest message that came out of the screening the night that you saw the film is that people there had all been through it right, and they were right. in the film. And there were several that contacted me and said, I learned stuff in your documentary after having gone through cancer. I never knew. Hmm. And so this film must get out there. It must. It must. So we got the big benefit concert coming up on the 21st of July. Talk more about it, where we go, and how we get connected to that. Yes. If you go to um, Courageous Warriors Beauty from the ashes.com, uh, there's an event page there. You just click on that. There's you'll the big brochure there and click on the link. You can order your tickets there. Um, it's at VFW post 9644 Endeavor, which is off of right at Hamden and um, two eight, uh, Hamden, two, which is 285 and federal. And um, they graciously gave us a, a great deal on the venue. And, you know, we are going to have a concert. Uh, there are going to be people. If you can't, if you can't attend, but you'd like to contribute, you can certainly buy tickets and let us know because we do have uh, survivors and caregivers, some of them uh, actually in the cancer journey right now, who would like to attend, but they can't afford to because of sure, sure. you know what, what they're dealing with medically. Right. So we right. have already had several people sponsor other people to go to the, the event and give them a great night out and that kind of thing. We have a couple. We have some giveaways. Some people have contributed some pieces of jewelry that we're going to actually give away to some of the cancer survivors, and they can uh, also. We're going to have an auction for the shield that you see on our oh, movie poster. Cool. Uh, cool. That was built for the film. That people can bid on that shield if they like to have that shield. Well, congratulations, Darla. Keep up the good work. If we can help you a little more, you let us know. But the film is Courageous Warriors: Beauty from the Ashes. We got to get the documentary out, and you guys can help. Darla, thanks yes, for coming on. You can find on. us on Facebook as well. Thank you so much, Murphy. I yeah. greatly appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. And this is Mile High Magazine. Don't go away. We'll take a little break and we'll be right back.